0: You are listening to the podcast To Be Single or Not To Be by Shanna Montana. A podcast where we talk about the single life, dating, and relationships so you can make a decision at the end of each episode and decide to be single or not to be. That is the final question.
1: today's topic is the value of sisterhood. And I wanted to talk about this topic because it is, it is one that is near and dear to my heart because of the power that sisterhood has had in my life. Personally, I've been so blessed to have some amazing women that I can truly call my friend and not have to hesitate or second guess when it comes to say those words. And for these reasons and so many others, I want to use my platform to share the wealth and let the world know that sisterhood is lit. And if you truly embrace it, if you're intentional about your friendships. And if you recognize the value that they hold, you can and will see your own life elevate in so many ways. So before we get started, I want to introduce our two amazing guests. And Heather, I want you to tell the people who you are. Hi, my name is Heather. I am a part of
0: Lifestyle with Heather. If you look at my Instagram, but I'm also a mental health therapist. Um, I provide individual psychotherapy as well as couple therapy. And I work with kids, which will probably be ending soon. <laughs> and provide services to them too, so I'm kind of well rounded
1: in all the populations. You are, and we are so glad to have you. And up next, we have Candace. She's been on the show before, but I still want you to tell the people who you are.
2: Hey, everybody! I'm Candace. Um, I am an attorney and policy director. Um, focused on housing policy and economic development, but most important for this show, I am a friend. So I can't wait to talk about this topic that's so near and dear.
1: And yes, it was so important to me to actually have people who I'm friends with on the show um, versus, I guess, speaking about hypothetical situations. It always makes it more comfortable. You can be at home, be yourself, talk about real life experiences. So before we get to the even better stuff, I want to ask you ladies and whoever wants to go first can go. I have a question for you on a scale of one to five. Five being the best it has ever been. How is your love life? <laughs>
0: oh, my is at a one. <laughs> oh, no. Please explain. Please explain. Ooh, geez, that's just all I can say. It's at a one.
1: <laughs> all that I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at it. Sometimes it's there. it moves around. It shifts. It's negotiable. Ooh,
0: wow. Just <laughs> yeah. pick it up, right? Just pick it up. Try to get it to
1: a good, easy four. <laughs> yeah. We're working on it. Candice, what would you say? Where's yours on a scale of one to five?
2: I would say like a 4.5. Like, I feel like things are really good in the love arena. Good. Feeling good, having a good time. So, I can't complain.
1: Good. I love to hear that. Awesome. Send that energy to Heather so we can get you to a four by the time you're back. on Thank you. Yes. <laughs> All right. The good vibes. Yes. yes. All the good vibes. So getting right to it, ladies. I like to make things very plain and clear for the listeners so they understand the picture that we are painting. So very simply put, again, whoever wants to dive out there firsthand, what does sisterhood mean to you and what value does it hold in your life?
2: I'll go ahead and start so sisterhood means so much to me even before I necessarily like I knew that I wanted to establish long-term friendships you know, when I was younger, I used to always kind of long for that type of bond. I was the oldest. And so for a while, I didn't have my sister. She, you know, uh, is 10 years younger than me. And I used to always kind of envision that I had an older sister out there, or I had that kind of bond with somebody. So it's kind of been something that I always knew I needed in my life. And God blessed me with really close friendships that, you know, some of them, you know, have been since I was like seven years old. And I think, honestly, it's been foundational to my, everything I've been able to do accomplish uh, all, a lot of just my most joyful moments. Like, I don't know where I would be without the women in my life.
1: Beautiful. I definitely can relate. Heather, what would you say?
0: Um, I think sisterhood is just the most, um, it's like the next step of love in regards to what God has intended life to be and what love should be. It's like, you get the love from your parents, you get the love from like your family. But when I think of like sisterhood, it's showing that all bases are also covered outside of this family. So it just really represents just another definition of love for me.
1: Absolutely, I love that. Another definition of love. And I think that's another reason why it's so important to talk about these things because when i see people that or hear people say things you see it on social media and we'll dive into it a little bit later that you know i don't have friends or i don't fool with females or you know how have you been friends with them so long like this is just a little side note i was talking to, to some women about the relationship me and my best friend and i have had and we've been friends for um over 20 years now and i said we've never had an argument we've never had like a real disagreement, like ever. And she was so shocked, like ever. And I was like, ever. And then especially once you get to a certain place in life, I'm like, what the fuck we arguing about now? I'm like, you know, so what is that really to be at odds about? But we'll talk about that a little bit more later. So I'll ask you guys, what do you think is essential for people to understand and knowing that sisterhood and tribes or community, whichever you want to call them, that you can create some of the most important relationships that you will ever have in your life. You know, sometimes these are the people that will get you through your darkest and toughest and most most joyful days, even when you have a partner by your side. So how can we get people to understand that sisterhood is important as well as, you know, spousal romantic relationships, but you still need those things outside of those romantic relationships.
2: I think sometimes people see, you know, or women sometimes see female friendships or, you know, friendships with other women as situational. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably one of the mistakes that you make. And I do think that some, you know, acquaintances that you have or some relationships that you have with other women might be situational, but when your basis of forming bonds is only about like having a good time for that moment or that specific place you're in in your life or you make through somebody you're dating and then once that's over you kind of break that bond or whatever I think that people you know in those situations they don't really value mm-hmm. the relationship as much or put the work in you don't see it as something that is kind of more of a lifelong commitment or you know something you need to pour into that's more part of you like almost familial and I think um, it's just important to know that Yes, some people are kind of more seasonal relationships, but I think it is so important that you find at least one other person who is not romantically linked to you that you kind of build that close camaraderie with that endures over years and hopefully over your lifetime. Right.
0: Yeah, I think that people, it just is based I guess on like nurturing when it comes to like how people view sisterhood and outside relationships if you come from a a family or an environment that says like you know sisterhood or other women are like against you or you know you gotta keep them at a bay you know then that that probably would be a setting of like it's not important or significant but I come from a big family and I just feel like I have a lot of aunties it just I always represented like safeness, like they get me
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> like you know my spouse like he might get me but he's not gonna get me like my friends get yeah. me and so it just it's like a, a secret society <laughs> you know when you think of it like the friends that you create they know you know your 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 internal you know thoughts sometimes and i just think that that's so important for us to not always be in our head but to have someone that says I see you that we are not worried about it being very conditional like work or like you know marriage or things like that even marriages shouldn't be that way but at times sometimes people may feel that way
1: yeah yeah I agree and that leads me to ask this question because what you brought up Candace, about some friends are seasonal or, or friendships may have different roles so I want to talk a little bit about friendship levels because we understand that not, I guess all friends are made equal, and some people are more like associates versus actual friends. So, how do you all categorize them? Because you can call somebody a friend, but understand that different people play different roles. And when I thought about this, I was like, you know, you might have the hangout friend, the turn up friend that you call when you want to go out, but you may not hear from them otherwise. Um, I think we have the best friend category. Everybody knows what that is. Um, you may have the support friend that, you know, it's kind of the person when you need a a uh, shoulder to cry on or somebody to vent to and talk to, Heather, I'm sure you fall in that category a lot. Uh, somebody's calling <laughs> to talk to you about that. And then you have a friend slash associate that may kind of like be a coworker. Do you guys think it's okay to have those categories? Because I found, honestly, in 2021, on more than one occasion, I had people come to me and say that um, I wasn't being a friend to them, but they thought I was supposed yeah. to be. And when I went back and looked at it, in some instances, not all. What I realized was that they had me in a category that I didn't have them in. And that's why they felt like I wasn't showing up for them because it's like, I don't look at you in that way, the same way that you look at me, you know? Um, so what do y'all think about that, you know, categorizing friendships?
2: I think it happens. Like you have to kind of, I mean, I think, and also it might not always be a Like you were just saying, I'm trying to learn that. So, um, you know, not also friendships kind of, shift like there's somebody who's kind of been maybe your like ace or most go-to friend for a long time and then your life situation draws you to the maybe somebody else in your life that you now have more in common with. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just kind of natural. So maybe the maintenance of those friends is understanding that, that things just kind of flow and you kind of bond or gravitate toward different people at different times right. based on you know, your life circumstance. But yeah, like one thing I had a hard time with is like distinguishing or allowing acquaintances to kind of even be in my life at all. You know, <laughs> like if you're not, you know, like somebody I just value and trust to the you know highest extent, I kind of just, didn't treat you know that person as if I valued them which I'm working on I but I do think they're tears kind of
1: I don't like to think of it as tears but like so what would you do Candace would you just be like okay this is someone I met I think I kind of like them they seem like a friend but I ain't known them that long I'm gonna kind of treat them like a side piece like how how did you handle not even treating like I don't think
2: I tried to treat anybody poorly but I think that I just don't think I think because I had friends from my childhood, that yeah. I felt like, okay, I'm at capacity. Like, I don't know how else to be helpful to somebody else. Cause like, I just felt like I didn't need new people in my life, you know? Wow. And yeah. uh, the older I got, the more I realized that's really not true. And just kind of, you know, um, being more embracing of new people or people who maybe I didn't, you know, bond with in this part of my life, but we're getting closer now or whatever. Um, I don't know. So it just, it's just it been a journey for me to just, because I think my loyalty told me that this is like a fixed situation. These are your friends and that's that. Like and it. I see it differently now.
1: Good. Perfect.
0: I, I piggyback a little bit about what Candace said of like, you had friends since childhood. I'm the opposite because I moved. And so I experienced like, starting over like in a young age and creating friendships. And that might be why I'm very, at this time in my life, I'm very inclusive. Like, And I mean, people say all the time, like Heather, you're always going, you always with this group of friends, you got so many friends, 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 friends. And I just look at people now at their strengths and then the areas that they're developing. in. And so if I like look at it in that way, it's like, this friend is not connected to me in a certain type of way because of where they're developing in their life and so it's like if you are not someone that is good at like staying connected with a person then I treat you as such because that's that's your style and so I'm like you know You're still my friend. I can see, you know, what you're good at. I can, you know, connect in those areas that connect with me. And then the areas that are not maybe your strong points in my eyes, then I'm able to kind of take a step away from or not look at it as a negative or feel some type of way, you know, but I do have those close circles But I think more so people identify those close circles more than I do. They like, but these are your these are your good, good, good friends. And I'm like, you could be my good good friend too. You just it's what you put into it, you know. I don't hear from you. I've had people like that. Like I I wanna be like, I would like to hang out. You Call me. Like Call me. I you gotta to put me. the effort in. Yeah. Right. It's like I'm here to hang, I'm here to do all of those things. But I think that's what their their mindset is on, not mine. Now I'm just really open on to like, like I said, if this is your strength and your strength connects with me, great. If it's something that you're developing in and you don't maybe norm you don't notice it or whatever, that's on you. but that's like a
2: really good point heather because you can't
0: like i was thinking what what some people
2: don't um like they don't follow up or they flake a lot yeah and (laughs) or you don't put that energy into spending time but you kind of expect your friendships to kind of stay where you left them and i was realizing that like if every time y'all reach out to me and i say i can't come because i'm tired or whatever that those are fair things like the that really happens. You get too tired in your day, whatever you have a rough week. But when you don't pour into that, there are repercussions to that. Like you're not, you know, building those, not yeah. part of that community in the
1: same way people are not going to continue to invite you like i hate to say it and it's one of those yeah. things that goes both ways Heather, you said a couple of things that really stood out so starting with the point Candace was making you do have to or you have to be very intentional we're going to dive into this a little bit more in the episode about friendships and how you show up so when i think about in my adult life you know i've made friends over the years from you know from high school to college to now present day and what i realized the way i made those friendships was i met somebody Bonded in some way. I'm like, I like that girl, and then I'm like, I text her, hit her up on another time. Like, hey, what you doing next weekend? You want to go have brunch? Some. So it's like the little things, and then these people reciprocated, and so then it looks like, oh, you you're hanging out with her more. She actually responds, she comes around, you know. I don't love you any less, so you have to change that way. And then the other side, Heather, of what you said for the developmental thing, there are situations where I would battle with this. Where say I have a person that's dealing, say you have a friend that's dealing with some personal stuff that's taking a toll on them, and it's like, I want to be there, I want to be supportive, I'll pray with you, I'll talk to you. But what I also realize is like, right now. I can't really be in your space because what you got going on, I can't receive that energy from you. So yes. it's like, I, that was a battle, a battle I fought with a couple of people I would say in the past couple of years where I've seen certain things going on and I want to come around or when I see you, it's like, dang, I ain't seen you in a while. And you know, I'm not really saying this out loud, but I'm thinking you've been in a fucked up space for a while. And so it's like, I'm a friend, I'm going to support you, I'm talking to you, but like, we probably talk on the phone. Not the therapist. Yeah, I'm not your therapist. And I just, I, the way my energy is set up these days, I really cannot afford to like physically be around you while you're working on that. Because the other part of it is, I get we are all a work in progress. I get we all are going to go through things. So I'm not taking away from that. But it's another thing. Sometimes when I actively see people participating in bullshit that I know you know better than that I want you to do better in, I really just don't want to see it. So it's like, I don't, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to have nothing to say about you. I just can't come around you, sis. Like, so, mm-hmm. and that's something I had to really dive into. Cause I, in certain situations, you feel bad. You're like, that's my friend. I don't want to feel like I'm neglecting her or not being there, but you also got to protect your peace. So I think it's then mm-hmm. the intentionality comes full circle, you know, showing up to maintain a friendship, showing up to even build new friendships. is that's, that's what you're choosing to do. But also showing up in spaces for friends where for me, like I can't physically be there with you, but I'm still your friend. It's just right now our friendship is going through a way, a shift, a shift. You got to
0: shift it in some way based on. You know, maybe what I'm dealing with, maybe what you're dealing with, it's not personal. Yeah, I'm very like open to like listening and talking and supporting people of all all of my friends. But I also realize that some things is not about me, and it's like it's not about me being friends with you. Yeah. It's more so about what you got going on, and I have to recognize and separate. And maybe the same for me, like it ain't about you. You know, I'm dealing with something, and so. I used to really struggle with um, meeting people outside of like the connections that I had in college. And I would question because people would always feel like, well, you're so close with them or you do this with these people. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm showing up for everybody that I can. Right. If you have a problem with the way I show up, you know, then maybe reevaluate if you want to be friends with me. Yeah. No. If especially if I'm reflecting and I'm seeing that I'm not doing anything, then it's just like no. But I've come to terms with that. I just really float in the way that I feel feels right for me. Yeah. You have- and
2: sometimes it might feel easier to be around certain people, which I try because some of yeah. that too is it's easier to be around these people because you always invest in time being around those people. Yes. So yes. I try to like, okay, you know go spend time with somebody, get to know this person more, say yes to that invite more often, you know, and that you can kind of grow in that relationship yeah, too. Will. But yeah, sometimes like I definitely gravitate toward those friendships that feel like understanding. Like if I'm quiet, I don't feel like anybody's making assumptions about it. Yes. If, you know, so I don't know, that's the thing too. I think sometimes we can kind of gravitate toward where we feel more comfortable, which kind of stops us from building with newer people.
0: And you know what? I don't, I I agree, but I don't feel like I have that issue. I just feel a like- a girl, girl.
2: Like you are such a
1: girl,
0: girl. I am. I feel like I just love people and I want people to always feel welcome wherever they are. Right. I love to just meet new people. I, if I, you got to get energy, I connect. I don't even, I will literally try to, connect and make everything I can. I feel like Shana, you're, some, you're somewhat like that. You have like a good- I, I can see that. For you know, she has like a good- When I met Shana, she just took me right on the end and it was like, we just rolled through it. So I think that it's like, I'm good at, I'm open to that, but I see what you're saying. Like my, my foundational people, I have a sense of like, I don't, they're not requiring as much from me. It's yeah. like, they are very- Familiar with me, and that can be very comfortable. Yeah, you know, when you have a system where it's like, I know these people through and through, and it's like I ain't gonna be no surprises. I ain't nothing that's
1: said ain't a surprise. Like it's a safe space. <laughs> it's a surprise sometimes to wear you out, but and
2: people like you too, because I feel like kind of y'all are both similar in that way. Like I don't, I see y'all as kind of extroverted,
0: and I feel like I'm more of an
2: introvert. But I, a lot of extroverts. Just bring me along, you know.
0: Shout out to y'all. We will. we be like, come on, girl, you fine. Yeah. yeah. And I need them that. Down. Like,
2: I don't think I have very many introverted friends because ain't nobody got time for me like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we can't both be trying to pull each other off the couch.
0: That's That's the thing. I don't think of a kid you don't. Everybody is kind of like, come on. My <laughs> other
2: introverted friends, I'm like, we we will never see each other.
1: <laughs> You just go with the flow. I think that's that bargain with you. You just kind of you show up. You're like, all right, because I'm, I'm social. Yeah. But it could take yeah. a lot for me. I call Carla kind of was an ambi- ambivert. Ambovert, yeah, yeah, ambivert, yeah. Because when I'm around
2: people, I'm not like weird. I don't. I'm not just quiet. But you're not social. It either. takes a lot for me to decide. Like, oh the TV, the couch, <laughs> going out. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> no me. I wake up. What's up? We don't. Okay. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> And, and I think that's what makes for me that's why I feel like you know I get so much out of friendships I thrive off of people as I get older sometimes I do need a little bit more time to recharge but once I'm charged up and I think whether it be friends or strangers see that and it draws them near and they're like I want to hang with Shayna and I'm mm-hmm. like you know we can and Like, <laughs> yeah. And with anybody, you know? <laughs> yeah I'm that friend I'd be missing out like damn I should have said yeah like
2: they got. Like
1: that that's the best time ever so ask, what do you all feel sisterhood gives you that a spouse or partner cannot and I bring that up because too many times I've been guilty of in my past but never ever ever again um we sometimes get into relationship with people and then we just forget got friends like we only worried about the dude so what 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 is it that we need to make the listeners remember that sisterhood can give you that that man cannot or that woman whoever your partner is
0: Um, You know what? I think sisterhood just gives me security. I just think that it and it's maybe I'm probably not the best person because I did just put my love life at a one. (laughs) But I don't feel the same when I'm in a relationship as I do with my friends, meaning like I don't feel that, you know, this person is necessarily going to be there through and through as with my friends are. I feel that even if we hit a bump in the road, it's going to be a different type of unconditional love that, you know, with a spouse or a relationship, let's say if you're dating someone in a long-term relationship, you can choose to leave, you know, and that can happen and I might not ever talk to you again. I might be like all right i might talk to you but it's gonna fizzle out because i don't want to be connected with you no more because i'm right. moving up <laughs> right but i feel like in friendships it's just very stable even if we have a moment a break the if it's uh, if it's a true good deep friendship i feel like even in a break i can reconnect with you at any moment mm-hmm. love you in just a way that you know when relationships with other people you just be like
1: i'm so glad you have my life you know <laughs> i'm gonna I'm a disappear
0: <laughs> oh you're
1: nah. gonna disappear from my mind so but it goes back to what you said <laughs> rooted in love i agree with that i think you know we are, always say Kamora lee simmons said the best way back in the day is a fabulosity she said the men go come and go she said but your friends and these kids they gonna stay so <laughs> like you know don't don't put them beforehand. So what would you say, Candace, you agree with that or anything different as
2: far as- Yeah, I agree. So one, I mean, I kind of felt this when I, so when I got married and my husband and I have like a good kind of friendship energy, which for whatever reason made me feel like I needed to make sure I was nurturing my outside friendships more because I could definitely just be drawn toward just sticking to him because you know, we have such an easy kind of bond. But I always knew that, like, you have to kind of diversify your circle. Oh, a little bit. Like, you have to make sure you're building your community outside of your marriage for it to work. Because it's just not, you know, it might not always be good. You need to keep those relationships going and not just when you need something. Right. But that's one of the biggest pieces of marriage advice I got from this couple I respect. And she was just like the single most important factor in their marriage lasting was the fact that they had a whole lot of other stuff going on with their friendships and communities and all that so that you can kind of your self-esteem is not so tied up into the relationship you have with this one person because even in friendships most likely you have a few people who you trust and are close with and you know you use all of those different relationships to nurture all these different sides of you you know And no one person could sustain that. And so I think it's really important that your friendships continue to grow with you and reflect who you are um, and kind of serve you almost as like a recharging station. Yeah. And you serve back. You
1: know?
0: yeah, see, I told y'all, ask her, cause see, that's why she had a four point five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got to listen. Yes, that's so true. You can. They say I don't want. You know, your man cannot be your everything in every capacity because you have to have other safe faces You have to have other places to lean on you know because also in relationships the man or the woman husband wife whoever you're both going to go through your own thing so it's like you need each other but you also need those brands you can extend out to so that's very true and I think great advice for relationships or married to because it is this day and age I think about you know in my situation with having so much going on for whether it be from the podcast to branding stuff so I actually have a corporate America job and I have a side job so it's already a lot of stuff going on that I'm focusing on. And of course, we have our center, our area. But even outside of that, I still gotta have my friendships. Like I said all that to say, you just cannot let yourself be wrapped up in your partner. And that's the only thing you got going on. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes when women lose sight of the friendships and everything else, it's because they've let their partner be like everything they got going on. And that's yeah. a whole other show. Mm-hmm. So what do y'all
2: it's think a red flag to me if you don't have your friendships. I think I said this before. Like you got to have, I I need to see that other people invest in you and you invest in other people and you value other people.
1: I wouldn't want a husband husband? with a friend. Yo, I was just about to say that. What if your husband didn't have any friends? Like, Oh no.
2: I think that that is weird. I don't know. I'm, I know a lot of men are different. Some of them just like to keep to themselves. And I said this on like social media before and had some men chime in about it. And some of them, so I kind of understood a little bit about what some of them were saying and why they keep to themselves. They were kind of from a background where the friendships they had weren't really good for them. And so when they started to try to, you know, live a better life and just kind of be more focused, um, it was a lot of like negativity with some of the old friends they had. And so they found that kind of staying, you know, on a straight and narrow and kind of like focusing on their family. They had to be single-minded like that, and, and they couldn't really find out or figure out how to bond with other men in a healthy way because of their background and who they knew. So I kind of I understand from that vantage point, but I think it would be like if I was dating and I met a man, and you know I'm in my mid-thirties. He's you know if he if he was in the same age as me and hadn't found one person, one other person that you could call go to a game with, just laugh with, like, I I would be concerned about tying myself to you because to me, it means that you let people
1: go a lot. You don't have a lot of loyalty or people don't want to be around you one or the other. Both sides are bad. That's why men need more community. That's an episode that's coming because I think uh, this is the side note, but the rate that black women are working on elevated and building themselves and community and sisterhood, all those things, black men are not doing the same thing at the same rate. And
2: they yeah. give him good advice. Like, I, I end goes and, you know, hangs out with his friends. He might be upset with me. Got, yeah, you know, who knows what he talks about? I talk about him with my friends. And, you know, hopefully they're encouraging him to, you know, do the right <laughs> dating or come back happier. But whatever it is, he comes back happier. He
1: keeps coming back. That's what matters.
2: <laughs> but it's the same for me. Like, you just need an outlet. Yeah. If, yeah. if you had just, even if it wasn't romantic, like if you just had one friend who couldn't eat couldn't go to a movie, couldn't do nothing without you doing it with them or buying it. That. that is exhausting. And there's women out there that yeah. do like that. So exactly. why would you want that in your spouse? Like, I can't. That's we don't that. relate everything.
0: Yeah, you stop remembering that you both are individuals. Like, you have to have your own thing. Everything can be what I like. You got to find some friends that's
1: putting you on to some new stuff. And you putting them up like,
2: yeah.
0: It's an enhancer. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah absolutely so what do y'all say about women that are in that phase of what we talked about before as they say the phrase of like I don't deal with females I don't have any other female friends what are those sociopaths like what are those women they're not friends with me
0: (laughs) I don't even got no friends that talk that way (laughs) I'm getting out of dodge baby I'm I'm not even here to convince you not at all Uh uh-uh i just think that that's that's based on like like i said some of it is nurturing like i i've heard more seasoned women say like yeah girl you can't trust these females they all out to get your man Or uh, you know even i work with kids in the school system and moms be coming like they be having problems with their their peers and they be like i tell them don't trust these men because they'll be sleeping with them i'm like you are 12 what he's talking <laughs> about it's like they're already engraving that these women are out for them
2: and it might be true sometimes but it's not true all the time and I don't think that like painting it's just I think that's weird but I think it doesn't come always from like the worst place because Heather you mentioned earlier like um you know the some older women or having that be kind of what you learn from your families and stuff like that Yeah, I My, you know, family, like I didn't really see my grandma or mom having close female friendships like that, you know? And I remember my grandmother kind of warning me about people when I was like eight, you know, like, uh uh-uh, no, she jealous of you or she out for you or whatever. And that's just how she thought about other women. And I would be like, no, she's my friend, you know, like, I, you know, I don't.
1: Black mothers used love throwing out a that ain't your friend. You know.
2: it okay, was like she, she was suspicious of other women and i'm sure it's based on some type of experience she had but i imagine if you kind of keep pushing because i really feel bad for people who have been betrayed and yeah because that stuff happens
0: yeah um
2: and i don't think it comes out of nowhere but i just think the same way you would i'm sure half the women who've been betrayed by another female friend have been betrayed by some man and they keep giving them chances so
0: yeah that's the thing when people talk about those being betrayed and like as experiences I always try to break things down to them to realize that we live like 365 days out of a year yeah and if you think of like how many days you you live based on how old you are Mm -hmm. and you you can only remember two or three times of being betrayed you're actually on a good you know you're on a good place because Life is always gonna make us have some type of or some level of experiences. It should not make us go stop
1: wanting to continue those experiences. Cause right. just
0: as much as bad, we have good.
1: And it's just like, as much as men betray us, we continue to keep trying at relationships. Yeah. And that's
2: I mean, that's happening over and over again. Oh, but like oh, um yeah. that girl Kiki sheared um, the yeah, gospel. A,
1: singer. Yeah. Let's go down.
2: Yeah, like when she was saying that she wouldn't allow her female friends to spend a night what in her house. I'm just, that blew my mind. I'm like, wow. Like, so what do you think a married
1: woman can just tell
2: her? Any of my friends can stay in my house. Like what?
1: The fact that she you your, your friends such want, a bigger problem. Yes,
0: the fact that she thought that her friends want her man just lets me think like What what type of friends do you have? You know, what kind of
2: husband do you have that if somebody's here that that he knows that your friend is like gonna look, you know, at your other friend like that? I feel like I have just very beautiful friends, and they could still walk. I mean, if something happens with one of my friends and my husband, that's their character flaw. That ain't got nothing to do with about. And if the only reason they Aren't fucking is because I stopped them from being around each other. I don't
1: think that's that good either. Like not at all. Exactly. I don't want to have to
2: create barriers to stop y'all from doing
1: whatever y'all see. Whatever's gonna happen anyway. Exactly. If you look at her husband, if you go look at him, y'all, I go to Kiki's page, y'all will see why she acted. I'm
2: shocked she wanna. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was like.
0: This like y'all don't have to worry about y'all husbands with me. If I'm staying at your house, I'm not trying. Okay. So the technology we have nowadays, baby, they already talking. If they gets to this house and wants to do something, they have already been thinking about it, developing a way to get to it. It ain't. This is not soul food. Okay. <laughs> okay,
2: but y'all, I do have something that I, I can see where this will come from. So there's this woman who used to be kind of in a um, social circle I was in I'll say okay. and she was like the only single person and she constantly talked about how everybody's husband was like staring at her or secretly wanting her or whatever what it was best she you know and she would do stuff like that like I think it made her I don't know something wrapped up in her self-esteem about being like the the vixen that everybody's kind of desiring or wishes they could be with her and I I have met women like that Whose self esteem is kind of messed up, and they take pride in feeling like they turned a married man's head, or they read kindness in other men as like secret desire and stuff like that. And women like that, I think, are where some of this worry
0: comes from. Mm. But uh, I, but uh, I,
2: I've heard her personally talk about that. Like are those women?
0: Like, do they have a sisterhood? Because I, I, I mean, no they, they said like
1: they do. Um, they
2: she I'm like, very close know. with that group, and now so she you know, would take it like, close
1: if like if your husband bought her a drink, that's flirting with her.
2: Well, she it, it turned into this big thing. Ultimately, she you know said that somebody's husband wanted to fuck her, and yeah. they went. But you know, I don't even know that to be true. But I did. I have heard her talk, and I, she thought of herself as just this like forbidden fruit. It turned. Her, I think she liked that.
0: Yeah. And she had actual friends outside of this group. Because the group I, sounds I, like you I think you
2: she I don't know what's up with her now. I was kind of like, you know, brought in by marriage, but
0: yeah, that's I'm like, it doesn't sound like an actual <laughs> friend group. It sounds like, you know, you guys kind of their
2: friend though. Like they, they were okay. close. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So I'm like most of the time when I meet women like that, I don't feel like they have true friendships because they're then the people that they attract think similar to them yeah because you know if you were to say to me you know Heather all these men want me i would well, be looking at you like what uh, <laughs> like, why is that such a focal point of right your like,
1: like, you see like they husbands like <laughs> and right. they that. Virgo and me is gonna ask questions why would you say that what is somebody the you is I'm out the door I am
0: like saying to y'all girl
1: I am not hanging with her yeah that's it <laughs> in the car (laughs) if some shit did happen it's like i'm never hanging out with this again because i'm cutting it out yeah i just think that you know those those
0: people that come from those places like they have to understand that we attract to how we think Mm -hmm. and so even if even if that's not truly like if we want a friendship or sisterhood but we're always thinking negatively of others we're going to attract the negative parts of Mm -hmm. people and not to say that things good bad things happen to good people too. I'm not saying that part either. But usually when you are thinking very positive, you have positive energy going on, the e- energy that you're receiving back most of the time is going to be of genuine, like positive energy.
1: I agree. And I think that's <laughs> a dangerous game to place on so twofold. One, Kiara, she if y'all go look at her husband, y'all will see this side <laughs> eye having <a> niggas. <laughs> They he look like the type that's out here on some bullshit, and they were off and on for twelve years. So that's telling this him. And I just went and looked at a couple of videos on his page, and was like. <sighs> sis you were doing all this about this but on the other hand like you said Candace and like Candace Bimbo said so eloquently that you know if you have these women single or not that are up here at the altar standing behind you as bridesmaids people you say you trust you love are allegedly your sisters and then after and we've been in the trenches with you for these 12 years crying over this man and then the moment that you say I do you no longer can trust me in the same room with him like make that make sense it's not and then she also went on to say that, you know, of course, if I'm staying in the home of a married couple, I know the rules of engagement. Like, I know I'm going to have my grandmama pajamas. So I'm not coming no out way, like no undressed. Yeah. I with my booty shorts. I know how to dress when I come out. I'm not going to be in a bedroom. I'm not going to be kicking. Like, you have sense enough to know how to act around any man, let alone somebody's husband. And rightfully so. Like, also, I don't hang around nobody that I got to worry about if they husband is side on me. Like most men when the friends around anyway, the husband gonna say what's up and he go. You don't want to be around us, no way. So you know what stop plucking these men <laughs>
0: you look so- <laughs> stop plucking these men from the trenches oh, and then you wouldn't feel insecure about <laughs> what they're doing and your friends like you, we have to really stop with us black people really stop. Trying to pluck people out of situations when they don't want to be where they where they're where you're trying to get them to be, and then it creates insecurities within ourselves. Mm-hmm. You're insecure because oh. you plucked him out of wherever he did not want to probably be there. Now he's accepting it, and now you're insecure. Be with somebody that makes you feel secure.
1: The streets is where. She That's
0: why I'm with my girlfriends because they make me. This is why I got my good. <laughs> Your love life is a five. You don't have to only count the uh romance. I'm just saying, when it comes to love in general, yes, is that a 4.55 because I'm very secure with my friends. My friends love me unconditionally, they know I'm wild, I'm crazy sometimes, but they still love that. My family, the same way. So when you are trying to insert yourself in situations that you know is not from a loving place, you know that you're forcing these people to be there, then that's where the insecurities come in any relationship. Mm-hmm. sisterhood, brohood, marriagehood. You know, it's just like you let people be. Let people be if they don't want to be there, but don't put it on other people. to You know, they're gonna be going against your happiness. I don't know if it was ever happy.
1: And I'm on here looking. See, she got me diving into the internet. So <laughs> y'all yeah. if y'all don't know, Kier Sheard is the daughter of uh K- Kier She is daughter of Karen Sheard from the Clark Sisters. And uh she's a gospel singer. So they have been friends since childhood. Mm. Um, he is a cute shout out to the bros, Not against y'all, but mm.
2: he probably has seen too much from him. And if yeah. you
1: feel like he's done people dirty
2: or you dirty like yeah. that in the past girl then make it yes that's exactly what it is exactly because it should be two force fields against them ever like a friend and a husband ever connected either your friend loves you and
1: respects you right and the husband
2: is like absolutely not but you you know a lot goes wrong to have your friend messing with your husband
1: yeah a lot And like you said it's a character issue but listen and they- it's not you whether you let them stay in your house or <laughs> not nah, it's gonna happen so quickly to give their background they knew each other as kids she said she had a crush on him didn't want to say something she finally mustered up the courage to do so they got together then they broke up because she was engaged to another man he was her second fiance she was engaged to somebody back in 2010 um i guess time went on and they somehow got back together he owns a landscaping business she's worth 10 million dollars no judgment but you know um
2: maybe it's a great landscaping business shana i hope so
0: i don't see no grass on his page no, <laughs> <laughs> no one he got a lawnmower not exactly. one piece of advertising one He got a lawnmower. He, and he got
1: one lawnmower. Said he had no <laughs>
0: advertisement. <on laughs> a lawnmower PPP loan. And said he had- <laughs> It's not even. Hold on. Wait, if This is your business. It's not even on his profile. It don't say nothing about. He got a mega sign on there. I had to get. He definitely ain't even got no nothing about. I could grass for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Or design
2: nice landscapes?
0: He has one little thing that looked like it. Okay. I and I can get off of it. 145 <laughs> weeks he posted one line that he did <laughs> 145 weeks ago.
1: He needed that as proof of the PPP loans.
0: <laughs> yeah. 145
1: weeks ago. I am a, a <laughs> oh, All right. So let's go this. So how do you all think? So we're talking about approaching situations. I <laughs> God, Godspeed to you and that. <laughs> so sorry to both of y'all how do you all think or should you you know if you have a situation where you know because we've talked about what sisterhood looks like we've talked about how you show up you know but actually before I ask this question I want to go to this because I think it's very intentional what does it really look like to show up as a sister and friend and for context I want to let you know the listeners we are all professional women with careers with families with businesses with a lot of obligations you know we got a lot of things going on And we've all stayed connected since TSU, which way back four score and seven years ago, almost 20 years. How do you make it a priority or just how do you, it's literally been like 18 years. Isn't that crazy, y'all? How How, how are you? Five, five (laughs) years. How do you make it a priority to balance friendships and and show up when we know all three of us live in three different places? What does that look like?
2: All right. I feel like I learned from my friends about this because of how, you know, I've seen people show up for me. And I think sometimes you can get in a perfectionist mindset of like wanting to be able to say the perfect thing, do the perfect thing, especially when somebody's going through something.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my
2: God, I don't know what I have to bring to the table in this moment because, you know, this is something they're going through or whatever. But I've learned really just the presence and figuring it out with your friend, being in in the trenches with them um whenever I really can be there I am oh my god I've been so focused in the last few years of just making sure I do that like if I can do it I do it Um, because I have been so grateful and blessed by you know just the women in my life doing that for me I can't even describe how grateful I am so if I can just give a piece of that back I try to and I really think that's it. like showing up with really good intentions and listening yes. to your friends what they need, trying to be considerate of what you know you could offer. Um, and I, I think that's it. Just the thoughtfulness and just the presence yes. without trying to make you know a perfect outcome, I think is helpful.
1: What would you say, Heather? Yeah, I would
0: have to agree. like just being thoughtful and, you know, just being very present, like, I think it's like a connection to all of my friends, even when we might not talk or see each other every day. It's like, in those moments, I look back and be like, wait, I haven't heard from this person. I haven't seen this person. And then I'm, you know, just, I just reach out, touch out. It's like, just feel like you should always have a sense of connection to the people that you love, even right. if it's not every day. And so I think that's my best way of managing it. It's like, I, I, I'm thoughtful enough to know that, you know, I, I want to hear from them in some way, you know, and I want them to hear from me and, and me be present for them as if they,
1: as the same way they could be for me. I love that, the connection. And I think that's so important, especially when it's like, they're not in the same city. I think it's all about recognizing too where everybody is at the places and spaces in their life and like not trying to keep score because I think a lot of times people tend to say, well, you know, I haven't heard from Heather that much, or I haven't heard from Candace, or I haven't. Had... It's not about that. It's about yeah. everybody's busy. I love yeah. all these people. If I have a life event, I don't care if I ain't talk to you in three months. If I'm going to send it, girl, I just got this love because I know that these people are going to celebrate me and be genuinely happy. If it is a birthday or a holiday or a homecoming, something, try to get everybody together, you know, because I get that. No, we have a love if we could see each other more often, but the way life is set up, you can't see each other uh, 50 times a year because we just have right. things going on. So it's all about, I agree, that connection and trying to show up in the ways, like Candace said, how you can. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be a certain way, but just recognizing that I love you. I care about you. I want to make sure that you're okay. And when I think about you, I'm going to reach out. But when I can physically be present, I'm going to make that a priority. Or if I know it's something that's very important going on, I'm going to make that a priority. And we have to recognize that you know, it's not about I think sometimes excuses are thrown in there because again, we have a lot going on. It's 12 months in a year. It's going to be a whole lot sprinkled in there. But it's like this one time, you know, or whether it be that showing up or that text or that call or whatever, just making sure your friends are placed on that forefront of your brain to be as important to you as these niggas are sometimes. That you,
0: yeah, I, I have to agree. I think the score, keeping the score is where people get distracted. I also think that for some people, they have to understand that friendship does take investing. It's yeah. all, all relationships are some type of transactions going on all the time. Yeah. We're sharing energy, we're sharing thoughts, whatever that looks like. But I think sometimes people use that excuse of like, well, don't keep track of me a score. It's not score so much, it's the value of what you make a person feel like in your life. Yeah, Even if I don't talk to someone every day or like, I have one friend, my only friend from high school, and we don't talk every day, but when we connect, I know she knows that I'm her and vice versa. And like this person I've never even traveled with. People probably be like, you have a friend from high school? I was at her wedding. We're, we're connecting in a way that we understand each other. She's not an extroverted type of person. So it's okay but i think that it's just the the understanding of how people feel valued in friendships if you are always um balancing the friendship and you don't get that reciprocated you will start to feel less valued yeah you know because it's not not just what you can do or be it's like how do you make a person feel yeah and how you
1: show up and i think that's important you know it's both sides. If it gets to that point where you are feeling like it's lopsided, if you are pouring into it, you know, sometimes you have to have communication, just like any relationship, figure out what's going on. If you're feeling away, don't assume the worst. I always say, Period. I never assume the worst about my friends. I think if it's something or anybody, if it's something going on, just ask. Talk to people. It may yes. be going on. The closed mouths do not get fed. So figure out what's going on. And if you get to a place in space because friendships do dissolve, and it may be another episode. You know, I, I've talked about that on my page. Sometimes they do, and you got to move on from. It. But I think at the core mm-hmm. of the friendship of, of what we're talking about. If you are invested in it and they're showing up for you, you're showing up for them, you know, like we know we get together. It's like we pick up right where we left off, you know, so it's, it's no, don't skip a beat, you know, so it's because of that intentionality. But I think if you get to that place where, you know, you feel like you keep a score, you feel like, yeah, I'm at a 10, they a zero. And if you told them about it and still at a 10 and a zero, then. You got some decisions to make. Yeah, Yeah. gotta have grace with your yeah. Gotta gotta have have grace. Grace Grace is essential to it all. And on that note, we are going to be right back with the living single segment.
0: This now brings us to the living single segment of the podcast. It's simply a segment where we want to send you good vibes, good energy, and give good advice on any questions that you may have about being single, dating, or relationships. Remember, nothing is off-limits. So, welcome to the Living Single segment of the show, and let's get into it.
1: so welcome to the living single segment of the show you listeners know this is the segment of the show where we read a letter that has been sent in to us to help with someone's dating and relationship situation so you can write in to the show on instagram or our new website www.shannamontana.com and we could be helping you with your situation next so ladies today's question is from a listener who wrote into the show and it reads i have been dealing with the guy since the pandemic late 2019 when the world was on lockdown we were in the house a lot and it was cool. However, once outside opened back up, we have not been outside. <laughs> we have been on maybe one date and I paid for it. We did not do anything but hang out at the house most days and I'm sick of it, but I keep coming around. Dumb, I know. How do I leave this situation where I already know I need to go? I feel like a zombie just clocking in for the job like Montana always says, you know it. Uh, what should I do? So what, what, what should she do? Yeah, I know what she should do, but y'all tell her what she should do.
2: Mm-hmm. Number one, get some friends because then you need to like clearly supplement some of your uh, need to get outside with uh, some friendships. But okay, I don't know if I'm being too sentimental, but I think, you know, maybe your man guy used to being in the house and what if he's going through a little bit of a depression or something like that? Like, does he need some help? To figure out, you know, how to kind of get back in the swing of things, because I think people forgot how to live and get out. So maybe he just got comfortable. And also, outside is very expensive lately. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like I'm like maybe it's not a bad, you know, maybe he just, you know, needs to get back. I feel like people forgot how to be and what to do and where to go. That's and then everything feels so expensive, and you, you might, you know, maybe I don't know. I just, I, I think it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Maybe you could work through it. You know what? Too nice.
0: Yeah, it's so nice. You know what? I'm going to say, you know, get, out. Oh, get out. out. And, you know, the best, the thing that works for me is, like, is that Like, probably should start creating a friendship group that does go out. But I am not shy to doing things solo. I think I meet nice people when I'm out, besides my friends, of course. I love y'all. But I love going out by myself because it makes men approach me.
1: <laughs> it
0: is one of my little secrets. I'm always getting approached or, discuss- or talked to by somebody or, you know, added into a conversation with a group of ladies. Like, go out travel if you need a new scenery go to a different state i just think that sometimes the energy around you might be very low because that person energy is low and you start to forget what you need what your necessities are break away from that if you're not happy life, like literally this is the only life we have We don't know if you believe in heaven you don't know what it look like you don't know what that's like so do you really want to spend your you you know that's 2019 2020 started the pandemic we already two years in it yeah, it's girl, too, sis. get out sis get out girl two years is all i got to get Please,
1: well, if you leave
0: him also leave him a card of a therapist
1: yeah don't leave him nothing this man <laughs> ain't depressed he ain't sad he probably out kicking it doing okay same. see that's we need a more we need, need a more more because i know about fuck boys like this so Okay, he probably go out all the time with his friends yeah. and just be like he said he'd just be in the house, y'all. But she there, what's the hours? Y'all there during the work day? Do we y'all work from home? What's going on at March. night when they're going to sleep. Yeah, at night. So, well, what's the I need yeah, more content to this, but I'm gonna assume the worst. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna
1: assume that this broke
0: he had to win a day and he couldn't reciprocate that and then what she day? came for I'm
2: like, well, yeah, that's 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 bad. I forgot about that part.
0: At least the time y'all go out, he should be really, you know. At least it. once. I mean, you paid for one, so you you said in the presidents,
1: like let him pay So now, i gonna get okay. out. You know this ain't it. Like you said, you clocking in for the job. You stick good. we stick too. to don't write in on my place. <laughs> girl, girl, get out. That's it. And on that note, we'll be right back with the Montana. We'll be up. We'll be right back with the resolution. And now this brings us to the resolution segment of the show. So ladies, just a quick final round table discussion to share your final thoughts on the question. What would you say the resolution is to understanding that sisterhood is truly a valuable gem in life? And Candice, we'll go with you first.
2: Okay. Well, I'll just say, I think it's so important as just a part of your holistic self. Like you need to be Really working on all centers or all cylinders of your life, like your personal relationship with yourself, your relationship with your partner, your relationship with the family and not leaving out these like really crucial bonds with your women friends. I just think it is so enriching. And we've heard so much about how that and what that looks like. Um, so I think um, at every phase of your life, prioritize just pouring into creating, nurturing friendships and relationships with women it, and men. I mean, I, I heard something, this is kind of related, but uh, I heard um, Allie Wong, she has like a comedy series. And one of the things she said was that she wishes she had a wife because of how much more successful she would be. But what everybody knows is that when you invest in a relationship with a woman, it like, you know, it re- you reap benefits tenfold. Like we get so much. So you can never go wrong with pouring into your friends
1: always always
0: yes i would say that it's just a great investment it's the one thing that you're going to get a great return from in your life you know and so you know if i take it into a spiritual place where you know i love to end things you know god made fellowship for a reason it's important for us to fellowship and not just with our spouse but with each other and having um a friendship group that allows for fellowship so you know you should definitely have some some friends that allow you that that
1: ability to fellowship in whatever way that looks like so it's a good investment A good ROI. We all love a good ROI. And I agree with what these ladies said. And I'll give my final thoughts in the Montana minute. But before then, give yourselves a round of applause for another amazing episode. You guys definitely brought the heat, dropped all kinds of gems. I know that the listeners will be able to take away so much about sisterhood and that it's always my goal. So before we wrap up, um, if you all could tell the people where to find you, and we'll start with Heather. Tell the people where to find you.
0: You guys can find me at lifestylewithheather.com or at lifestyle underscore with underscore heather on IG. If you need a therapist, I'm also um, available on psychology. Today, you can find my information there or at ashecc.com.
1: Love it, love it. And Candace tell me where they can find you.
2: All right, you can find me on Instagram at Candace K-A-N-D-I-C-E
1: underscore Michelle underscore. Awesome. So on that note, again, your opinions are always valued and appreciated. And we'll be right back with the Montana Minute. And now this brings us to the Montana Minute. The first thing, the value of sisterhood is worth more than gold, in my opinion. Men and women will come and go, That is inevitable, but those true blue friends, they will be there forever all the same. The next thing, never neglect a friend for a partner. And if a partner wants you to neglect a friend for no valid reason outside of keeping you to themselves, that may not be the partner that you need. And the last thing, understand that sisterhood and friendships work both ways, but it may not always look the same on both sides. One friend may text more than call. One friend may call more than they visit. One friend may visit more because she has no kids and it's easier. At the end of the day, a friend doesn't care how you get there. They just want you there if you can. So now I ask you the question, to be single or not to be. Signing off, yours truly, Shanna Montana.